Would you like to retire with enough? My name is Peter Guidry, and I am the host of the Retiring with Enough podcast. In today's podcast, we'll be exploring the option of liquidating stock holdings and moving to an all-cash position. There's a lot to be said for the safe harbor of an all-cash position, but is an all-cash position the safest place to be during your investing career? Don't believe me. Peter Lynch says a lot of people, when they get negative on the market, put 50% in cash. But unfortunately, a lot of times when you get to that position, it's just about when the market's about to rally. Seth Klarman says being very early and being wrong look exactly the same 99% of the time. And another quote by Peter Lynch states that in the stock market, the most important is the stomach. It's not the brain. So this podcast is the result of a listener question where the listener begged me to agree with him that his best option was to sell all of his stock holdings and move to an all-cash position. He had read all of the current stock market information. He was listening to the stock market pundits, and he followed stock market podcasts, and he was personally convinced that the market was overvalued and was due for a major correction. He didn't want this projected market drawdown to wipe out all of his hard-earned portfolio gains. He felt his best option was to sell all of his stocks, move to cash, and wait for the beginning of the next bull market. By doing this, he would protect his profits and best position himself for the beginning of the next bull market. So is this a good idea or a bad idea to sell all your stocks Move to the sidelines and wait for the next best opportunity. I felt that it was time to remind him of one of the stock market adages by Cullen Roche. In that adage, he says, The stock market is the only market where things go on sale and all of the customers run out of the store. So was my listener correct and should I agree with him? Technically, he was correct. By selling all of his stocks, he would indeed capture and protect all of his current stock market gains. But if he does that, then the next question becomes, what are you going to do now with all your cash? Are there any benefits to holding a strictly cash position? If the market continues to fall, then being in an all-cash position is going to help him to prevent further losses in value by remaining invested in stocks. Being in an all-cash position feels good mentally, and and it confers peace of mind. The risk of the market as a whole is called systemic risk, and of course, being in an all-cash position means that you avoid all systemic risk in a drawdown situation. Being all-cash means you avoid any short-term market volatility, and a buildup of cash creates a reservoir of money for new stock purchases. Selling a bad investment prevents further losses. Selling an appreciated asset provides cash for new opportunities. Cash can create a cushion for unanticipated emergencies. If you're near to retirement, then selling and moving to a cash position provides an opportunity to de-risk a portfolio and avoid steep losses close to retirement. Selling and moving to cash could create an opportunity for tax loss or tax gain harvesting, and selling and moving into cash with small losses may prevent emotional panic selling and generating bigger losses if the stock market decline increases. 
honestly, though, I'm not a big fan of selling stocks when you think the market is due for a correction or just when you're nervous. There are numerous risks associated with selling stocks to avoid a potential stock drawdown. So how could selling stocks and moving to cash be a risky position? What risks are involved with going to all cash? Well, as a general rule, cash generally doesn't grow in value. Cash invested in money market accounts generally doesn't even keep pace with inflation. Interest earned in cash accounts is taxable, and this further erodes the purchasing power of cash residing in savings and money market accounts. Everyone's heard the old stock market wisdom, buy low and sell high. Panic selling when the market has dropped violates this principle because you're selling when the market valuations are low, which sets you up to buy at a higher price when the market eventually recovers. So you're doing just the opposite. Instead of buying low and selling high, you're selling low and buying high. Selling all your stocks when you're close to retirement and going to an all-cash position absolutely de-risks your portfolio, but it also means you might not have enough exposure in stocks to fight the effects of inflation. Retirees need some stock exposure during retirement to combat the effects of constantly rising prices. And historically, the stock market has shown that it is the best or one of the best inflation fighters. One of the best ways to fight the feeling that you need to do something during a market downturn is instead of selling stocks, rebalance your portfolio. This means that in a stock drawdown, with portfolio rebalancing, usually you're going to be buying stocks instead of selling. Rebalancing a portfolio involves selling assets that are outperforming and using the proceeds to purchase assets that are underperforming. In a stock market drawdown, when stock prices are low, this usually means that you'll be buying stocks. Portfolio rebalancing is a way to bring your overall portfolio allocation back into balance. Selling stocks and moving to a cash position to wait for better market conditions also means that you have to be right twice. What do I mean? I mean that you have to decide what is exactly the peak because you want to sell at the best time and then you want to buy at the bottom of the market trough. Peaks and troughs are always easy to identify in hindsight but I can tell you from my own personal experience that these peaks and valleys are extremely difficult to isolate and profit from in real time. In a market downturn, portfolios experience paper losses. Sometimes on a bad market day, someone will ask me how much I lost in the market that day, and I'll tell them I didn't lose anything. Paper losses only become real losses if you actually sell the stocks. I think it's important to remember that historically the stock market has outperformed all other asset classes over long periods. Selling stocks and moving into cash has an opportunity cost associated with that move. What do I mean by opportunity cost in this situation? I mean that you have to compare the growth of your cash portfolio which will actually lose purchasing power over time due to inflation against the potential gains in the stock market over time, 
which will actually protect you against the effects of inflation. And last and most importantly, selling stocks and moving to a cash position means that as an investor, you're going to miss out on all of the eventual gains when the stock market recovers. Staying invested in the stock market when the market continues to decline and and you're taking a little haircut every day is definitely tough to swallow. My own investing career began about 50 years ago in 1970, and over that period from 1970 to today, I've experienced multiple drawdowns and multiple recessions. There are three different charts that I'll be discussing today on the podcast, and all three of those charts can be found on the Retiring With Enough blog of the same name as this podcast. The first chart is a visual representation of market declines and recoveries, and this chart shows that since 1970 alone, there have been seven major stock market declines. This means that since 1970, I've had at least seven opportunities to panic and sell stocks when the market declines, and of course, seven opportunities to miss out on the eventual gains that occur with the recovery of the stock market. The average duration of these seven stock market declines is 15 months, with the longest being 31 months, and the average gain over the 12 months following the recovery is 73%. The second chart on the blog site shows stock market bull and bear market cycles. And this chart compares the size of bull market to bear market cycles visually. This chart makes it pretty obvious that market recoveries dwarf the crashes, both in terms of severity and duration. The last graph available on the blog website shows annual returns and intra-year declines. So you actually don't have to wait for a major drawdown to have declines. As since 1980, the average intra-year decline has been 14%. Despite the fact of the 14% intra-year decline, returns were positive in 32 of 42 years, or approximately 75% of the time. So what's the point? Well, the point I'm making is that investing in the stock market is always going to involve risk, whether it's intra-year, annually, or over the long term. But it's also a well-known investing principle that the greater the risk, the greater return. There's always going to be declines in the stock market, and the declines can be severe, even in the short term. So this discussion is not actually about stock market declines, because if you're invested in the stock market long enough, you're going to be faced with a recession or with a decline. So it's not about the decline and more about how you react to that decline, because there's always going to be drops in the stock market. And you as an investor need to understand your ability to tolerate those declines. It's easy to be invested in the market when the market's going up because you look at your account balance every day and it's in the green and you've made money and and life's great. But what happens when you look at your stock market balance every day and it's in the red and you've taken a little bit of a haircut and every day you have a little bit less your, your balance goes down and you have a knot in your stomach. What do you do then? 
Do you panic and sell? Do you stay invested, understanding that eventually the market is going to go back up? So that's where risk tolerance becomes very important. Each investor needs to understand their own personal risk tolerance. It's easy to be invested in the stock market when the market's rising. It's a lot harder to stay invested in the market when the market is declining. And of course, you know, this has a lot to do with behavioral psychology because the emotional response to market losses is a lot more intense than the emotional response to profits in the market. This disparity between happiness with stock market gains and sadness with stock market losses is actually what causes investors to sell when the market is declining. Most investors who are not aware of their own tolerance to risk will do anything to avoid the emotional pain of losses during stock market declines. Investors with a lower risk tolerance are going to do whatever they have to do to reduce that emotional pain. So in the final analysis, there are obviously valid reasons to go to and maintain a cash position. These valid reasons don't include selling stocks when the market is declining to avoid pain or selling stocks with the idea of timing the market. Because markets eventually recover, a much better long-term strategy is to purchase stocks while they are on sale or to rebalance portfolios during the decline, which will effectively have the same result as purchasing stocks when they are out of favor. So if you understand that your risk tolerance is actually pretty low, then go ahead and take some money off the table. Put some of your portfolio in cash if that'll help you to sleep at night. But you have to understand that long-term, your best returns are always going to be with the stock market because historically, stock market returns have been better than any other investment and stock market returns will most effectively protect you against the ravages and the effects of inflation. So now here's some final thoughts. In the stock market, the most important organ is the stomach, not the brain. It's important to remember that the stock market is the only market where everybody runs out of the door when everything's on sale. Cash doesn't normally grow in value, and cash is most subject to inflation and taxation. Stock markets will always rise and fall. The ability to tolerate stock market volatility is directly related to each individual's risk tolerance. Rebalancing portfolios during market declines is a good strategy as rebalancing purchases stocks when they're on sale. Rebalancing also gives investors the feeling that they are doing something proactive to combat the effects of the market declines. So what did I tell my investor? Well, first of all, I told my investor that it is important for them to understand their own personal risk tolerance. And if they're able to tolerate market risk, then stay invested. Eventually, the market rewards perseverance and persistence. Personally, I stayed invested since 1970 through all of those seven major stock market declines. And by doing that, I was able to participate in all seven of the eventual recoveries 
and, and all of the stock market gains that went with those eventual recoveries. In my next podcast, we'll move to the non-financial side of retirement, and we'll talk about making the most of every moment available to you for the rest of your life. And as always, thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to leave a review. And if you want to partake in an online conversation, be sure to search for the Retiring with Enough group on Facebook. Thanks. The information and opinions contained on this podcast are for general education and are considered general communications. Information on the podcast was obtained from various sources and retiring with enough does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information presented. Retiring with enough strongly recommends that you perform your own independent research and or speak with a qualified investment professional, legal advisor, or tax professional before making any financial decisions. The information and opinions expressed should not be construed as financial planning and does not consider the economic status or risk profile of any specific person, nor does it constitute an offer to buy or sell securities.